Let's go! Easy question to start today as we welcome you in to the Fantasy Football Quest Cast. He's Andy. I'm Carter. And we've been doing this and we've gotten a lot of good feedback on it. We want you in the YouTube comment section or if you're watching or just listening to this on a pod. Uh, doesn't matter where you are. We want you to answer this question right now. Have you made or lost money in the first two weeks of the year? That's all we want to know, Andy. And also today, there are some pro uniform releases for this fresh rookie class that we're going to talk about a little bit later. And then at the end, we got some spicy plays of the week for you. Andy, this would be what I would say to whoever answered that question, no. Don't fully panic. It's only two weeks into the season. It's not the end of the world. But there are some things that are starting to look a little bleak for some players that, quite honestly, were very expensive going into into this year. And that's the uh, that's a hard part about this. Sometimes, you know, you do some things, including myself, where you you just don't make right decisions. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, the biggest one uh, turns out, you know, Trey Lance, season ending injury, broken ankle. You know, I spent uh, about $200 on his rookie card, some Optic Hollows, Prism Silvers, and now I'm stuck holding that bag. But yeah. I diversified my portfolio. I also didn't over leverage myself. I take a very uh, poker centric, gambling centric mindset uh, to sports cards. So I never play or never spend more than about 10 to 15 percent of my overall bankroll that I have available for for any given player, you know, because I don't want to have all my eggs in one basket for this very reason. I want to stay in the game. So I did make some big sales this past weekend as well. Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. And so that negates the loss that I'm going to have to hold on to from Trey Lance. And the great thing about cards, you know, I'll hold them till next year, next season. When he comes back, there's still such a small sample size on him. He's going to get hyped up again, you know, because he's an early first round draft pick from 2021. Yeah. And what's interesting about this is we have a bunch of people that are very, very, very smart. If you go to our last video last week, there were a ton of people saying, beware of Trey Lance, okay? Ha, 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 ha. Jack, shout out to Jack. He he said it. Uh, Roberto as well. He said he bought a Trey Lance dip. Um, and Travis says, I think Trey Lance is way overrated. Also, you know, I – I thought some guys that would be good turned out to be good, and I thought some guys that wouldn't be good turned out not to be good. I, I didn't think Tua would be that great, and he has been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So, you know, I admit when I'm wrong, right? I, I've been very wrong up to this point. I still have some skepticisms, and obviously, you know, this is a clear example of the pieces around him obviously being very special in Waddle and Hill, but – you know, at the same time, he, he he shut me up. He's playing as good as as pretty much any quarterback, uh, not named Josh Allen in the league right now. So, you know, I sometimes you get these things right, sometimes you get these things wrong. Um, and and look, the Trey Lance people that did spend a lot of money, I wouldn't go fully into panic sell mode. Like, obviously, if you need to make some of your money back, then and and you just want to give up on them. You didn't like the fact that. After, you know, the week one loss, he 
went uh, James Harden in the club with the, the the ladies. If you don't if you don't like that, then you know you could sell, do whatever you want. But you know, next year there's going to be Trey Lance hype. Uh, so look, it's not the end of the world, Andy. If if you are one of those people that that spent the money on Trey. Yeah, uh, look at it this way. Maybe you buy in. So say, like for my case specifically, I bought a $70 Optic Hollow, $70 Prism Silver. Those cards already, I'm looking at transactions that closed uh, yesterday for 42 The other variation closed for 32 uh, These cards are going to get into that $20 price range. I mean, it's just what's going to happen here in the coming weeks. Obviously, you can still sell right now, maybe take a little loss and get out if you really need that cash. But this presents an opportunity to kind of uh, take your average buy price of a player down. So now I could buy here the next, I would say, month. I'll just kind of stalk the auctions. The, the thing is not to get impulsive here, all right, because... You know, you really just want to stalk the auctions. And in the next month, you could probably buy some of those for like $20. Maybe even some rookie ticket autos that creep in that $100 range. Now, all of a sudden, that presents a really interesting opportunity to buy and stash for next season, next hype cycle, whether it's the draft free agency hype cycle or the actual uh, preseason hype cycle next year, Carter. And I, that actually was going to be my play of the week is is actually Trey Lance. If it does bottom out, here's a very interesting thing about it, right? He played a game in pouring rain, all right? So you gave him a big excuse last week, as did I. I mean, it's hard to throw the football in that rain. And he also just, you know, shattered his his ankle, right? A very, you know, unfortunate thing that happened. But something else, if you are someone holding uh, Trey Lance cards, is that you didn't see him play just awful, right? You didn't see him Nathan Peterman it up out there, right? You didn't see him throw pick here or pick there. And in sports cards, a lot of the money you're going to make is oftentimes from players who haven't even started playing yet for that year, right? Um that's where most of my money's been made, Andy, in, in doing this. And, you know, as far as like, you know, the investing and all that, I'm more of a collector than investor, flipper, whatever. But as you know, most of the money I've made is, you know, buying, you know, cheap in late season and selling right before the season. Um, here's a good thing about Train Lance. He's going to have a lot, a lot of hype going into next year. And there's still going to be this mysticism, if you will, um, what can he be? And you're not, you don't know what he can be, but I know a lot of people next year with the draft capital, his dual threat ability and all that, and still being with the 49ers, a lot of people are going to say, well, he still could be something great. Whereas there are plenty of quarterbacks out there who don't look that great. Right. I wonder if Trey Lance isn't the player we should be talking about. What about the people out there holding Davis Mills cards? What, what, I mean, wh how do they feel right now? We haven't talked a whole lot about Davis Mills. Um, I think he kind of got swiped in the six-quarterback draft cycle. So right now, Trey Lance is a major hold for me. I just would not panic sell him. I think this is a situation where it may not even matter if he can play good or not. I think the hype is going to come back around to him. 
may, mainly because of that San Francisco 49ers brand and the draft capital and Kyle Shanahan. So uh, it, it is very interesting if you look at it that way. What about Zach Wilson? Because I think that after this, you know, game winning uh, drives that the, the comeback performance that Joe Flacco put together for the Jets, I've heard tweets come out uh, from reputable beat writers, sources uh, around the NFL that say Joe Flacco is going to be the starter for the foreseeable future for the Jets. Like straight up, Zach Wilson is going to be benched even when he is 100% healthy right now. Uh, so I think that's an even bigger L. Like there's there's potential that he just it, it becomes a, a backup for right now. And uh, you can see his optic hollows are down to $20, Carter. So this is this is half. Like here's one that closed for $10. Ten. So that's even half of a quarter of what and, and and we saw how quickly Jets fans jumped ship last year for Mike White. <laughs> and and it's not like people like I've definitely seen some Joe Flacco transactions. Um it, you know there's there's some interest there. Of course he's got a long uh storyline in the NFL. He's been around for a lot a while. So there's definitely some demand. It's nothing crazy. There's there's not a ton of it, but uh, this is it's a very interesting storyline that I think Zach Wilson investors that invested in national treasures, you know, rookie ticket autos at, at a serious price level are going to be taking a much bigger loss than uh, Trey Lance. And obviously, you know, before we you know move along into this episode and a very exciting release coming up for, you know, rookie card uh, uniforms um, of this current rookie class. That, obviously, we've been mostly talking about 2021. We're going to talk about some. Some of the 2022 players. How about Garrett Wilson looking great? Um, if you are a 2020 draft class believer, okay. Obviously, I am. Joe's in it, and I'm a Burrow guy, and obviously Herbert's in it as well. This weekend, you're the biggest winner if you're holding 2020 wax, right? Tua's look great. And like I said, all this offseason, I hope I'm totally wrong on Tua because I am a 2020 wax holder. Now, I'm not like a lot of you listening to this or watching this where, you know, I saw a thread on Twitter from, I think, card purchaser or somebody where there are people with closets full of 2020 prison product of, of that much wax. But, man, you, you you're you're making money. You're making money right now because Tua looks really good. Jalen Hurts looks really good. And we know Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, even though in, in terms of record and just overall, I mean, Herbert has, has not had a game where the Chargers have scored, what, 30 points yet? And obviously Joe has, has been the worst quarterback of the four up to this point. Um, you, you're sitting pretty right now, Andy. All, all four of those guys overall we can at least admit are going to be very good as in Jalen hurts will be as good or better than let's say Ryan Tannehill or somebody like that. So like he's, 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 he's good, right? He's mm -hmm. very, very good. So, you know, for me, I, I, I'm loving that right now. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you can firmly place him in the top echelon, uh, you know, not to the extent of of a Mahomes or a Herbert or even a Burrow. You can see that, like, I was wondering here, looking at the chart, if 
Tua and Jalen Hurts Prism PSA 10 cards were going to cross or intersect and exceed what Joe Burrows were reselling because Joe Burrow took a nosedive after this game. And there was an auction that closed September 19th yesterday, Carter, for $208 on Joe Burrows PSA 10. And that's down from where it was at uh, after week one of 265 or before the season at 280, you know, almost $300 when they were neck and neck with Herbert's. Now Herbert's is staying strong, but you can see just uh, today I saw an auction ending this morning that ended for right at 240 for Joe Burrow's PSA 10 prison. So it's like there are still going to be a lot of believers out there that are like, oh, this is my opportunity to buy into Joe Burrow. You're still going to have that competition. And it's going to be very interesting to see where these guys go because Tua is playing the Bills this upcoming week. So, I mean, it's just going to be a clash of 2-0 Titans here, um, which is very exciting because he's pitting these guys against each other. Just just like last night with the Vikings at the Eagles. I actually hedged my bets in this game, Carter. I I bought an Opticalo Jalen Hurts at $50. And then I also bought three Kirk Cousins 2012 Prism rookie cards at $15 a piece, spent almost $50. So I was like, one of these guys is coming out of this game 2-0 with a lot of hype. And I yeah. and I bought some Justin Jefferson cards as well because I've also been selling a lot of base Justin Jefferson that I accumulated and bought a short print Justin Jefferson. Uh, oh, so yeah, man. So I'm ex- so excited about that because I think the Vikings overall this year are going to do great. Um, but last night the Eagles had their number. Darius Slay is elite. The Eagles defense as a whole is elite, um, and they just had the the right game plan. And two uh, and Jalen Hurts has taken the next step as a passer, but. I'm coming out as a winner because, and I've still got cards for Kirk Cousins that down the road, he could somehow grab a wild card spot or, you know, he could still get hype. It was like a pretty big hit, I think, to his uh, his kind of resume yeah. because he struggles so bad on Monday Night Football. It's like, once again, here's Kirk Cousins, man, that got off to the hot start. But, and I saw people spending 150, 200, 250, $500 on a BGS 9.5. Kirk Cousins uh, Prism autograph card. There's a lot of higher end Kirk Cousins cards that were selling, but I think Jalen Hurts obviously was the play. And but if you bought both, like you're sitting okay. And now I have these cards from 2012 that are pretty rare. Now I have a chance to get those graded because you and I talked about the pop report differences between Russell Wilson, Ryan Tannehill, and Kirk Cousins being. Kirk Cousins only having like 30 something PSA 10 Prisms. Like there's a lot of raw opportunity. Same thing with Jalen Hurts. I mean, you look at the the pop report, Jalen Hurts Prism, PSA 10 only has a pop report of 1,500 compared to Burrow and Herbert over 4,000 to over 2,500. Crazy. Yeah, there's a big opportunity there for you to buy raw Jalen Hurts cards and submit them, get them graded, and resell them down the stretch. I think the Eagles, I mean – I don't know about you, Carter, but I think it's it, it's like kind of writing on the wall, definite playoff appearance, uh, potential NFC East winners, you know, division champions. Uh, so, I mean, I think they're very safe, kind of kind of safe cards. And man, just a, just a great floor, right? I mean, and he showed that development in the passing game now with added weapons. Look at what the Miami Dolphins and the Eagles did, Carter, to take these guys to the next level. Tyree Kill, A.J. Brown game changers and uh this is going a long ways for their cards what's really key as well is it's you know you look at josh allen they made the move for stefan diggs and diggs has been the best arguable player not named josh allen in the nfl these first couple of weeks um still amazing like uh 
how cheap you can get Stephon Dick stuff. Uh, it, it might not. I haven't checked his prices this morning. He's not somebody like, you know, I pay attention to all that much. It is very interesting. Now, I do like the fact that you brought up Darius Big Play Slay. I freaking love this guy. I just do. Um, y- you know, he's one of these. I looked at it, He was a four-time Pro Bowler. But let's talk about my guy with the block kick. Patrick Peterson, he's still got some juice left in the tank. How many 30-year-old vets do you see getting dirty and blocking a kick? So I wanted to shout out. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a, in a long time, but Patrick Peterson. And Patrick Peterson went to LSU. Darius Slade went to Mississippi State. And what was the final result of this weekend's game, Andy? Do you know? LSU won. The I know they won. The won, baby. The yeah. Tigers won. Let's freaking go. I'm I'm kidding. Um. You know, what, what What I will say, though, is uh, as far as like Jalen Hurts is concerned, he's just good. And Philadelphia's fans are the best. Uh, and if you are winning, they are the best. If you are losing, they will be ruthless. It's just like that, right? They're really, of all the NFL fan bases, there is no middle ground. They, It's either you're winning, they like you if you're losing, um, it, 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 it's, it's, you're, you're nobody. And Jalen is just one of those guys you just like to root for, right? Especially considering, you know, how his college career, the roller coaster that was. So, you know, I, I just freaking like that guy. Well, you, you do an LSU YouTube channel. You're not supposed to like Alabama players. Forget that. Uh, Jalen is a phenomenal player and he is a phenomenal person to just kind of follow along with. So shout out to Mr. Hertz. Um, Really quickly before we get into like hobby tip of the week and all that, I am going to be interested to see how the new 2022 rookie class is going to look like in terms of their cards, Andy, for two reasons. The first is this wasn't a massive quarterback class, which obviously will affect some things. And secondly, how the product gets released. That's going to be a big thing. You and I are speculating that the release calendar will look like the release calendar from years past. But, you know, as far as this draft class is concerned, it's never too early to start, you know, thinking and preparing about the uh, the 2022 guys with the clearly Donruss. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, cl- clearly Domus at this point probably come out next summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the release calendar is pushed back so far once again, Carter. Um, you know, we do have, I think that the top sets right now for rookies are still the legacy, but it's not the base cards, guys. It's the 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 short print, silver autograph inserts, the prestige, same thing, serial number cards, autographed uh, inserts. Because they have uh, pro team logos, at least. It's college uniforms, but at least you get pro team logos. And then the next ones, Mosaic draft picks, they're okay if you're getting the autograph cards. Once again, I don't think the base cards are going to do great because they don't even have a rookie card shield on these. On these, It's just the college uniforms. So some of them do have a rookie card shield, but most of them don't. The Prestige are are pretty nice uh, because they have that pro team logo. A lot of people like those. Luminance is doing something new this year with the gold year one medallion, and they've got the on-card autograph. Uh, and those cards are doing really well, very desirable. 
and the the color of the ink dictates the print print run and we're going to get into that a little bit because the newest set released is uh Donruss Elite. Donruss Elite is the newest set that was just released and this has got team, uh, players in their pro uniforms it's also got the pen pals insert which is pretty popular especially right now when you don't have a ton of different cards out there and the pen pals inserts you know they have different variations basically they have a black ink a blue ink a red ink uh, a black gold ink and depending on the color of the ink used in the on-card autograph that dictates the print run all the way down to you know the the gold ink is going to be out of 10. Uh, and and so those are very desirable like there's a garrett wilson green ink that i saw sell for 400 dollars uh this Ooh. past like sunday night so yeah hey, i mean yeah. The, even the black ink cards for like Jahan dotson uh garrett wilson uh drake london um Brees hall these cards are still all going for a hundred dollars right now and that's that's like the the base uh, pen pals insert probably has a print run of around 150 to 299 something like that and uh yeah those are going for 100 so you know very desirable set but the other sets like you're talking about uh select draft picks postponed till the end of october prism draft picks postponed to the end of november uh, no date yet for donruss you do have some hobby sets that are really kind of small uh niche hobby sets gold standard elements coming out soon that are going to have pro uniforms but they're just, uh, you know, there's not a lot of cards, like unless you're getting something really rare that's autographed and serial numbered, I kind of stay away from those base ones. Yeah. It's just not super popular. And uh, and so, yeah, I think the release calendar is going to be very similar uh, to what it was last year. Love it. Now, I'm, I'm going to share just a, a few things here, Andy, and it's fun, you know, looking at these new products. The, um, as we move on here to Hobby Tip of the Week. I'm actually going to do something a little bit different. Is that okay? If for for hobby tip of the week here, I've been I've been thinking about this. I've been trying to save this take, but there's like two ish takes that uh, I want to share here. So I'm I'm going to go ahead and and, and let you look. I, we're a team. Is it okay if I go on a little uh, two little tangents here? You have my permission, Carter. Well, yeah, man, you're my guy. The first thing, obviously, is you know, I with with sports cards is I I try and look at something a little bit more macro. I, I got a little greedy with you know a big Jameis Winston purchase. I kind of wanted the rush of riding the Jameis wave with my Saints this year. Uh, I, I'm not able to watch the games themselves as closely. I do watch like the full cuts on YouTube late on Sunday because. On my YouTube channel, I do like these film studies and they take a lot of time and I'm cutting them up on on Sunday. So, you know, I'm not even going to watch a game. And then you have this fight and you and I uh, at the National, I want you whenever we meet, okay, to um, you you find me, you sneak up on me and you Mike Evans me. Uh, <laughs> I want you to knock me out like Marshawn, Lat like just – to the ground. That's how I want you to um, introduce yourself to me. I, I heard you were coming from my boy Brady. Mike Evans like, all I saw, he was going for Brady. That's all I needed. Like, he, their, their rivalry is so heated. Like, he just wanted the, the littlest, tiniest excuse possible to go and uh, take a take a hit on on Lattimore. So here, here's what here's what I'll say. A few things here. The first thing is running backs in general took a major hit this weekend. 
not only in fantasy where you have all these draft analysts saying, man, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and Stephon Diggs should have gone one, two, three, right? You know, especially, you know, Jonathan Taylor's team getting shut out. But the truth here is Derrick Henry looked so washed last night. Dalvin Cook looks, I don't know, it's two games in. Alvin Kamara has been hurt with a looming suspension, um, which may not happen this year, might happen next year. Who knows what's going to happen there? This was a rough weekend for running backs. There's a lot of people pissed off at Christian McCaffrey, and honestly, McCaffrey and Barkley have played fine. It's 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 tough. In, in, investing in running backs is just tough. And I always go back to this, Andy. It is still amazing with hard-earned money because, you know, we always say this. You, you, you used the word gambling early in the show. I don't want people to think that this is gambling. It is kind of sort of gambling, though. You do need to set aside a bankroll. You do. You do need to set aside, um, you know, stuff that you just do for – the hobby. You remember that's the name, but it's 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 the hobby. So my hobby tip of the week here is kind of uh, you 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 got to be careful with this stuff. It shouldn't um, it, it shouldn't be something where like these things heavily affect what you're doing personally, right? So if you do have a bankroll set aside, you know it's not that big of a deal, honestly. If it's just your fun money that you know you lose here or there, or whatever. But the truth is, with your hard-earned money, you could still build relatively good, in the grand scheme of things, LaDainian Tomlinson and Adrian Peterson collections. You can. You and I have talked about this all the time. You can get really good cards of those players, really good rookie autos of those players. Now, I haven't checked recently, but you could still do that for – 300, 400, 500 bucks or something like that for the two best running backs of the modern era. The two absolute best are those two guys uh, in, in the post 2000 era, whatever you want to call it. And if that's the case, then what, what, what do the modern guys mean? Right. That's where things get very interesting for me is that, you know, these guys just have a, a, a cliff. Now I'm not, totally writing off some of these current running backs, Andy, but it's, it's tough. The game is, I, we all know it's a passing league, but individually, you know, now that teams are like, well, running backs are a dime a dozen. We're not really going to pay them all that much. Zico Elliott, obviously having a rough start uh, to start this year. It's just one of those things where like current running back prices can go way up. Etienne's prices were relatively high before the season. So Andy, you know, the more I look at it and the more I um, think about it, it, it's it's tough out there for a running back collector. It is. Uh, Saquon Barkley is a prime example. Even though his team is 2-0 and and you think, okay, he's doing great. It's it, the, the, the hobby right now, specifically for football, Carter, uh, and, and I can confidently say this because I, I literally examined hundreds and thousands of, of sold items on a daily basis at this point just because I want to be so dialed in on – football cards specifically, 
Um, so Saquon Barkley came into the season with a twenty to twenty-five dollar optic collar. There's a couple transactions around thirty, but I would say on average twenty-five dollars. And after week one, his big performance in week one plus the win, critical component, fifty-dollar optic collar. It jumped up, and there was even yeah. a peak transaction there of sixty. And this is also uh, indicative of what happened with his Prism PSA tens, his rookie ticket autos. They went up about a hundred percent, only for them to come back down. Even though his team won again. He only put up 12 fancy points. He had a, a very quiet game in Crazy. this one. He wasn't a big focal point of the game plan, um, but his, his defense his defense did a really good job and helped them come away with the win again. But those cards are now down to $35 on average. So they definitely they went up. Now they come back down, level off. So it's very tightly correlated with performance. The bright spot in running backs from this week, Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones. Like Nick Chubb now – a lot of people are saying is the best running back in the league. You know, he had the dominant performance week one with 150 rushing yards. This week, he actually gets the touchdowns as well as the rushing yards. And so now it's like, yeah, Jacoby Brissett lost him the game at the very end when they could have, uh, he, he threw a pick and, and he could have just made an easy completion to give Cade York a shot. If, even if he didn't get any additional yards, Cade York would have had a kick for like 62 yards or something like that, which I think your boy could have made and they could have won that game. But Jacoby Brissett just decided to do something ballsy, and he and he threw a pick, and uh, yeah, so it's clear that Nick Chubb like is the the focal point, like he's the captain of that offense. And when Deshaun Watson comes back, it's probably going to be better for him. But you know, it's so tightly correlated with performance that we're now seeing these weekly dips and spikes based on performance, and sometimes it even supersedes the 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 win factor of their team. I'm looking forward to November to see if there are any really big dips on on the good athletes, the top fantasy performers, because that's what's happened in years past. And, and it, and it kind of was correlated more with the win-loss record of a team. So I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens here in the next month, because we're already off to this start where there's polarizing differences in records of teams and uh, a lot of upsets have happened and, it's it's exciting, man. And I, and I PC a running back too. Um, you know, obviously Jeremy Hill. Um, and look, it, it's if you do PC guys long term, it's good for you, right? You can you can build pretty epic things for 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 good prices. One little thing before we get to Andy's hobby tip of the week. Mine is always you know being careful. You know what what you said earlier, the bankroll and all that stuff. My second one is a really spicy take, and it would take a lot of work for this to be done. But I, I had a conversation, and I've shared this with you before. And I, um, you know, our guy Mint uh, had a tweet about this Mint condition uh, TC. Is I feel like every football card and just every sports card in general should be numbered. I would number every single card. Um, and I know that it can there can still be fraud with the numbering of cards. But I did read and, and this is obviously an extreme example. They, you know, you can't go turn back in time to the 50s, but you know, I, I saw a Mickey Mantle bait and switch scandal happen this past weekend that obviously really, really freaking sucks for the person that got potentially scammed if everything happened he claimed to happen actually did happen but i wish every card was just numbered it 
it it Andy, it adds so much to the freaking card if a card is numbered. Andy, I don't care if on the back of the card it says this is card seventeen thousand eight hundred sixty-three out of fifty thousand. If that was on the back of the card or the front of the card, the serial number adds something to every single card. It just does. Everything in life, every product that you buy has a serial number. The bottom of your Mac, the bottom of you know this, uh, th- this cord that connects my mixing board here to my microphone has a serial number. Cameras have serial numbers. Cars have serial numbers. Most products do. Now, I know that that takes a lot of work and, you know, you got to, you know, the, the, the printing presses, you know, they're just cranking out cardboard. Totally get it. But, you know, it does make people feel a little bit more safer. It does make them feel like they are doing something special. Um, and, you know, Andy, you, you've talked about some sets that do number a lot of their stuff. Spectra uh, being one of them. I, I, I just love things, you know, serial numbered. I feel like I'm getting something uh, a little bit more special and unique. And the fact that, you know, they took the time to stamp or whatever in engrave print, whatever you want to call that term. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much work that would take, but that's just me. Yeah, I love the transparency. I think at the end of the day, it's transparency. And uh, I, I love that. I, I think that would be fantastic for the hobby. And hopefully, you know, if um, maybe Panini doesn't do it, uh, maybe Fanatics does. Maybe Fanatics. in 2026 when they, you know, they finally come in and, and find a way to either buy Panini or take that actual NFL license that Panini's holding right now uh, away from them and get into the game. And you have them competing against each other. Um, yeah, no, I think that's great. Cause I go back to even like the, the cards from the late nineties. Like there's some cards that I bought for my guys from the bucks, whether it's Brad Johnson or Keyshawn Johnson or Warren Sapp, that'll say serial numbered on the back out of 2000. And like, I've got some that say the year, like numbered out of 2002, which I think is pretty cool. But even if the serial number is five, 10,000, like, let us know, you know, I think that's good. I, I think you should let us know what the print run is. Um, and if they could, I know, right, you said the printing press and etching the, the actual like engraved serial number is probably a little bit more complicated, but they're doing it on so many different varieties. Now, how much more difficult could that be to just go ahead and serial number all of like the the, the major sets, like the major cards, like even base prisms, like serial number, maybe, you know, I, I, I get it, but um, I think that would be great just, just, uh, just for us to know and and uh, have that full transparency, Carter. Um, your and I, I. That's why. That's why I had to get your permission before going on a little rant. Two different ones there, but it's now time for your hobby tip of the week. Mr. Yeah, my first Andy. one is a big PSA, guys. If you're not following me on Twitter, make sure you follow FB Card Quest on Twitter. I, I put this out. I think last Friday, as soon uh, as yeah. I saw it. Uh, Josh Allen is now at the point where he's got a lot of reprints. A lot of people are, are paying. 50. I even saw one of these going for a hundred dollars. These are probably newer collectors or people just thinking, Oh man, Josh Allen optic $50 seems legit, but Josh Allen's raw optic cards are 200, $225. Uh, here is a, le- here's that's another reprint. I want to show you a legitimate one. Okay. Here's a legitimate one that closed this morning at 5 a.m. 
for $230. And this was a screenshot. So also don't buy cards that show a screenshot like that. That's super sketchy. Yeah. Especially with a guy of only uh, 16 feedback. So that's one thing to look out for. That's clearly a screenshot. So it's hard to tell, but you can see that. See how this card has a shiny finish on the front. You see how the light is reflecting off of the right side of that card. And you can see some depth to it. It's got that etch around his arm. That's how you distinguish ultimately between a, a reprint. You see how this has no no depth around his arm, no etch, no shine, and you can tell this is just a base paper card, uh, and that's not an optic. You can tell that this was a scan that somebody put on paper cardstock and is now uh, they're gonna probably somebody somebody's gonna end up getting in trouble because this is like you know uh, downloading movies illegally and burning, uh, burning them and then reselling them. And that's, that's a big, that's a big deal. I think somebody's going to end up taking, uh, taking quite a bit of, of heat for this and they should, because this is totally unethical, totally not f- fair fun at all, man. And with all these raw Josh Allen reprints floating around now. So you really have to be careful. He's at that point where people are trying to make uh reprints in their basement and sell them for 50, $25. Think about it. It probably cost them $2 or less overhead to make this reprint once they got the the printing press down for it, so to speak. And now they're selling them for $25, $50 and people are getting bit. People are going to get burned by that, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, so. it sucks. It really sucks, man. Yeah, PSA on that. Positive note, my other PSA is these guys right here, Smooth Sleeves. And what they do, their sleeves, uh, we're not affiliated with them. I just think it's a great product. Uh, You can get their sleeves for a very reasonable price. And what they do is they have like a a big lip on the back of it. So you don't have to cut. And you see right there, they're demonstrating it. You don't have to cut a slit in the top of your penny sleeve. It almost treats it like a a card saver, like a semi-rigid to where you just slide it in. And it's, 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 dude, it's so much easier to slide cards into this, these kind of sleeves without damaging the corners. And they're very reasonably priced. I mean, I need, I need to get some. So smooth sleeves, send me a product and I'll, I'll, I'll test it for free on the quest gas. You, you, you like the product. It does make a difference. You, you could tell a difference. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's high quality, soft sleeves. Um, so very comparable to ultra pro, but they have that extra lip on the top. I'm also able to fit like thick RPAs in these sleeves as well uh, with no problem without any hesitation of, of being worried about damaging the corners because of that extra lip on the top. It's essentially like, you know, taking an exacto knife or a pair of scissors and cutting like a little piece of, of the seam off of each one of your penny sleeves. Well, this is basically comes ready to go for you like that. And then that also that little lip at the top sticks out of the top of the top loader. So, you know, a lot of cards stick in top loaders. They get stuck in there. It's hard to get them out. This makes it super easy to pull those out as well without damaging. With sticking your fingers in there and trying to pry the card out, you just pull them out. So I really like the product. Obviously not affiliated at all. Uh, just like the product. Use it myself. I got to just got a big order actually. Now it's time for uh, play of the week. I'm kind of wanting some smooth sleeves now. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you an interesting play of the week, Andy. Um, you know I I do get asked what am I buying, right? Not necessarily from just people that watch this channel, but just people uh, that watch my personal channel. Because you know when I go live, you know doing YouTube stuff, you, you see all these cards. 
And as you can see, I don't change. You know, my PC, you know, basically the cards I display back here, it's obviously a lot of Tyron Matthew with some other things mixed in there. But, you know, that that is, you know, what what that is. Like, I don't, for the most part, change what you see. But, you know, I have a bigger PC. Like, like I said earlier, I'm more of a collector than the investor flipper type. But what I will say is this. I have enjoyed buying current college players autographs right so i'm buying a bunch of the lsu quarterback players autographs okay so for a lot of these cards okay so this is uh walker howard i'm sending this to um one of my uh subscribers named jason who's in wyoming um this card is numbered a lot of these leaf cards are numbered autos and these are the first autographs for a lot of these players. Now, obviously it would be better if Walker Howard here was in like his college uniform for LSU playing. He's not even played days. He's a true freshman. He's a backup, but my, my viewers have shown a lot of interest. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's very interesting. And I, I give them away to, uh, to, to subscribers and all that stuff buying walker howard autos like he, he's not played but he was like a top 50 recruit and at some point he's going to get his chance to start at lsu and i'm buying him i'm buying him four dollars four dollars five dollars five dollars a year uh, i got a few of uh garrett nussmeyer who's an lsu quarterback who's also a backup right now um so my play of the week is look into some of these college uniform players now of course Bryce Young cards are going to be a little bit more expensive, but there are some players that you can buy for, for, for cheap that are of this leaf quality. Now you don't get the licensing. You don't get the LSU logo. Obviously I would like that to be on the card, but ultimately it's still an autograph of that player. So, you know, a lot of you might not be college people. You could just be NFL people, but what's interesting, Andy, is the Kenny Pickett autographs, the Desmond Ritter autographs. You know, clearly Donruss is not out yet. There's autographs of those players in 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 these leaf-ish kind of products. So um, don't sleep on them. Once again, don't overspend them because in the long term, the licensed NFL uniform stuffs are where it's going to be. But my rule of thumb is this: any autograph, especially of a quarterback. That you could get four dollars a pop here, four dollars a pop there, seven dollars a pop here. Uh, to me, just have very obviously, um, you know, low floors or you know, it's a low price point, if you will, like you like to say. So, um, that will be my hobby tip of the week. Uh, that's great. I saw Aiden Hutchinson, a ton of his product that sold yesterday and Sunday after his big game with the Lions was leaf product. I mean, especially for these Let's rookies, go. a ton of it is leaf product. A lot of it, you're right, is serial number 25, 50, lower, plus autographed, and uh, nice cards. Like if you ever ha held a leaf pro set chrome finished card or just a leaf uh, metal in your, in your hands, it's a nice card, man. So they do make a good product. And uh, those autograph serial numbers take it a long way. I like the the play Carter. Mine, you know, I'm very much in the flipping game right now. Um, so Let's what go. I'm doing is I'm looking at guys that are very hyped up, but had underwhelming performances. And 
I'm now buying into them in auction. Prime example, I talked about Saquon Barkley. Underwhelming performance. He did not live up to expectations in week two, but his team still won. They actually have a winnable matchup uh, this upcoming week. Um, I think it's with Dallas Cowboys, if if I'm not mistaken. So it's it's totally winnable, right? It's totally winnable. We'll see. But like, for example, auction yesterday ended Saquon Barkley last night. The There's a ton of auctions ending on Monday nights. ton of There's actually like 3,700 graded football card auctions ending Monday night. So that can only tell you how many raw football card auctions are ending Monday night. There's tens of thousands ending Monday night. So Monday night has become a new just like stock auctions and snipe them low uh saquon barkley optic hollow ended last night in auction for under twenty dollars fifteen dollars and you could turn around sell that card for fifty dollars and buy it now any given spike week upcoming perfect example right there another guy that i'm looking at to buy low in auctions is aj dillon aaron jones took the limelight uh he got the touchdowns even though aj dillon still out carried him aj dillon's still going to continue to be a focal point it's clear that this is like now that they've They've shown the dominance against the Bears with this game plan. They're going to continue to go to this game plan moving forward. They're going to be focal points of that offense. So some weeks it'll be A.J. Dillon, some weeks Aaron Jones. So, And I love A.J. Dillon's relevance in the hobby. So if I can find his rookie ticket autos going in auction ending Monday night after a game like Sunday night, and they close for like $30, that's just a perfect uh, sweet spot to turn around some for $60, $70. are um Two prime example. Another guy that like quarterback Carter, I would say if I had to pick like a top three quarterback right now, Lamar Jackson. This guy Let's is go. just Lamar Jackson is playing for that next contract. He is showing, putting on a show for the Ravens front office to say, this is why you need to sign this paper from my mama for this money. Because dude, he is just throwing the ball like his quarterback rating was like 145 in this past game. I mean, he his passing is incredible. Plus, he still has the same mobility. He always has broke broke off a 75-yard long run. And his optics, his PSA 10 cards are still a third of what Josh Allen's are. Um, and I think r- the Ravens are going to be doing just fine over the season. I think Lamar is going to be in that conversation for a guy that needs to be – because they lost this game very narrow margin. Like The Dolphins came back, miraculous effort by Tua, Tyreek Hill – they came back to win this game. The 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 Ravens had this game in the bag, you know, for a while there. So I expect the Ravens to have a great above 500 record, clinch some uh, type of wild card spot, be right in the thick of it with Lamar Jackson's name being c- swirled around in the MVP talks based on the way he's been playing. Uh, just that that poise and that mobility and the accuracy passing and, and the weapons like Rashad Bateman, another guy undervalued, go get him. You know, Devin Duvernay, like that whole offense. I just, I just want to, you know, throw, sink some money into those guys for, for a season long play as well. Let's go. Devin Duvernay. I, I, I love how much we've referenced him on this channel. I made a Devin Duvernay flip uh, about like a, a year or so ago. So love me some, some, some Texas Longhorns, baby. Hook up. Um, but yeah, man, fun episode. Once again, uh, please subscribe, uh, leave five-star reviews, answer down below. Have you made or lost money from the first two weeks? And guess what? Nobody's going to judge you if you say, I haven't made a whole lot of money. I haven't either. I I, I've, I have not done as well as I did going in 
uh, to last offseason. Now, some of that was me being greedy, but, you know, I kind of wanted to gamble here with Jameis. Um, But, yeah, let us know in the comment section below. Um, Check it out, the QuestCast. Obviously, great. Patreon.com slash football cards is where you join our Patreon community. And until next time, baby. Peace. Peace. That's good, man. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Look at that hat, dude. I like that. Oh, you like that hat? Yeah, I'm about to get a bunch. Uh, I'm about to get a bunch made. I'm still waiting to hear how much they're going to be, but uh, but yeah, man, it's it's good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I'm packaging up, dude. I got so many cards to send out. I sold like four hundred dollars in cards over this past weekend. So big sales weekend for me, man, led by Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. Um, so, yeah, yeah, man, I'm doing great. Uh, so just packaging up some packages because I had a guy, you know, sold on Sunday and the guy's messaging me Monday, you know, hey, when are you going to ship this out? And I'm like, it's going out today, you know, so I printed the label out yesterday. I got to put it in the mail today. That, that's how it works. Good job, man. Huh? Uh, uh, uh. What uh? What's what's very interesting to me is Jalen Hurts looks like the the real deal, and I'm not gonna lie, man. I've never had a fantasy football start as good as this one in my life, and it's interesting. I I just complained and moaned about having like the uh like in all those underdog leagues that uh that I did they always gave me the 1.7 1.8 1.9 and it's interesting that's been the best spot to draft because I had a bunch of like um Stefan Diggs and DeAndre Swift starts yeah um and um, I, I brought this up on uh, the Creator League that we did. Uh, my quarterback in every fantasy league is Jalen Hurts. Every single one. Nice. Every single one. Because it didn't really make much sense where he was getting drafted compared to the other QBs, right? Um and I honestly thought he was going to be uh, like the QB, um, like the QB two. That's why I had him on like my, I'm not Josh Larkey or Scott Smith or anybody like that. But, you know, I was like, man, Jalen can run. He's got uh, another year in this offense uh, and he got AJ freaking Brown. And I think AJ Brown, as you know, is really good. Um and it's interesting just how good he's looked uh, up up to this point. And I was thinking about it last time. You know, his football cards are, are are so 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 affordable compared to the other ones. And you know, right now uh, with Herbert being you know in the AFC and having the ribs, and then Joe just not playing well right now at all. Um, and while and we'll talk about Dua today. You know, Jalen's Jalen's in the uh the, the NFC. And you know, 
that's obviously not the best division in the world. So it's very interesting. And then something else that's very interesting is um, the what, – what's the best way to describe it? The the emergence of Tua and how wrong I was about this guy. He, lo- he looks amazing. He, 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 he looks amazing. And – Well – it's amazing what wep- good weapons will do for you. You add, you know, an, an extra dynamic to that offense that they really obviously needed for him, you know, uh, to complement Waddle and Jacecki, you know, and now, now it's 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 game on. And coaching, like Mike yeah. McDaniel's is a very pr- creative play caller. You could see that he was he was really scheming those guys uh, well. Yeah, I think. Uh... You know, I, I was just wrong about that. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll eat my words. Do I think there could be some Tua regression? I do. I mean, once again, it's a, it's a very small sample. But people that bought his cards are obviously making a lot of money if they're, if they're, if they're selling right now. He looks absolutely incredible. But what I would also say is, up to this point the biggest football card story um, for me, Andy, I don't know what it is for you, but I am a holder of 2020 football card wax. Mm. And you are legit sitting on a gold mine. And anybody that's holding 2020 wax right now is, is ecstatic. Not not just happy, they are ecstatic right now with uh, the, uh, you know, obviously Joe's prices, if they continue to lose and struggle, will, you know, nosedive. Uh, the rookie ticket autos, I'm still paying attention to it, are, are ending in the low twos when they were, you know, in the threes and fours. Uh, you know, on our little YouTube thing, you'd see the Joe rookie ticket auto in the background. Uh, right behind your beautiful face, but it's um, it's it it is it is very interesting now that this 2020 class now it's four big time quarterbacks where the 2021 those guys just haven't looked that good. I know I know Trevor took a step forward this past weekend, but you know, feel what was Field's final pass attempts this past weekend like twelve. Yeah, it was not good, man. Uh, Fields. Did you watch the game? I didn't watch. Uh, yeah, it. I did. Yeah. What was? How did he only throw twelve passes? Well, you know the Packers played kind of slow. They 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 did dominate the time of possession. Uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. A lot of that offense ran through them. Uh, but at the same time, the the Packers defense just swallowed up Fields. Man, the the pressure was immense. So there's a lot of uh, handoffs, dump offs, and then Fields also trying to scramble and run. I mean, you had uh, Darno Mooney. I think got like one or two targets only. Uh, Cole Komet zero targets. Like I, it was just an anemic offense. Uh, and, and they tried to establish the run, and they continued to go to the screen game. And then when they did go to a pass play. It was like a more elongated pass play that had to develop and, and field needed fields needed time. And he just didn't have time. I mean, he had to scramble and he ended up uh, running the ball himself more often than not. Mm. 
Mm-mm-mm. Also, um, I did expect the the one player that I thought everybody would draft who I just didn't quite understand, uh, and I pretty sure I have zero shares with this guy well, uh, from that 2020 class is CD Lamb. Um, I'm starting to wonder if he's like any really just any good. Like, you, you know, when he was coming out of Oklahoma, I was I was pretty high on him, but at this point, you know, I don't really hear a whole lot. I understand like the quarterback situation and McCarthy and all that stuff, but man, I, I I don't, I don't know what to make of that, Andy. I just don't. Definitely not, uh, not Jerry Rice. People were trying to compare him to Jerry Rice coming out and uh, definitely not that. I think he's not an alpha. I think that's what it is, man. I think CD lamb needs a complimentary role. And so that's why he did better last year with Amari Cooper. And people thought, okay, no more Amari Cooper. Now CD's going to explode, but he's not Justin Jefferson. You know, he's not Cooper cup. He's not one of these alphas that can just take over the target share and command those targets. And now they've got quarterback issues, offensive line issues and, Coaching the coach Mike McCarthy is terrible. Dude, I know you're not a fan, but I mean, just like that guy's his days are numbered at this point. I think. Yeah, I I think as far as like the and and this is like kind of you know my thing. You know, I bought I bought a like big Jameis Cardi doesn't look great at all right now. Uh, Congrats! I'm glad we didn't get a bet in before the game. Um, that game was miserable, but you know, I, I, I find it very interesting how much, you know, the head coach really does matter. Your, your quarterback and head coach, I mean, it's just so big. It's so, so, so big. Like, you know, Kyler would be 0-2 if he didn't save Cliff Kingsbury from himself this past weekend while getting slapped in the face by a fan. Um, it's it's just nuts. Like McCarthy is just so bad, and you know this is gonna get come off as a scapegoat, and me not uh me protecting my guy Burrow. Joe's obviously got to play better, but you know Zach Taylor isn't good. So you know I I don't know I don't, I don't know what to make of, of a lot of these situations. What I do know as far as football cards are concerned is I'm I'm wondering. You know, I'm I'm targeting November if the Bengals continue to lose to then look at um, card prices of Joe and Jamar because obviously long term I'm still a believer in both of them and who gives a flip if they turn out to just be nothing burgers which are not but um, those are, those are two players I want to start buying their cards so I'm. I'm I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with that. Um, I'll bring something up during the uh, the show that I found to be very interesting. I'll just bring it up now. The um, the guy with that Jamar Chase zebra print, um, you know, he had it listed forever, in, and it's a great card in the fifteen hundred range, and. I get a message from him. I got a message from somebody else who, you know, from the show, uh, 
knows that you know I'm interested in buying the actual Jamar Chase zebra. I don't think I've even seen it. Um, and uh, it they they now have their die cuts listed for like 600 700 bucks i mean a huge 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 price dip so i i'm i'm just it's just amazing how much these games winning or losing can can change those things yeah the major observation for me there was uh first it was the die cut so yeah i'm not gonna lie when i found out it was the die cut i was disappointed because i'm like it's nice it's got the zebra print but that's not the real chase like not jamar chase but the chase zebra print of the set the real chase card or the grail card is the field level zebra print which is hobby only it's a case hit and it's not die cut which i just you know i i can point to hundreds of different examples where the die cuts comparable scarcity just do not go for as much money they're just not as desirable within the hobby there's some people that love die cuts, but if you I were to poll everybody, they would prefer the same card non die cut. Um, just just what it is, man. And I think it has to do with like kind of like you know the perfection of a card. You know the corners and the edges are a big deal, and when you have a die cut, it just totally kind of diminishes that aspect of the card. So I was I was thinking that like, and he told me like he reached out to me on Instagram and said, hey, I dropped the price to 600 i think or something like that and i'm like eh. he's like you should tell carter uh he should buy it and i'm like eh, i don't i don't know if i can safely make that recommendation because i still think is more and more of those are popping up it's not it's a short print insert okay even ssp so we found out thanks to david hunter like panini will actually give you um on their website the uh sp definition is a print run of 150 a true SP definition when they consider something SP and you can go to TCDB trading card database, pull up the set and look at which ones are considered uh, SP variations. And then an SSP is about 50 or less. Uh, and that's right off the Panini website. So those die cuts that he's trying to sell could have a, a print run of about 150, I think. And, uh, and if it's 150, think about a card serial numbered out of 150 non-autographed die cut that's yeah, a hundred dollar card you know 150 dollar card tops um just because it does have that cool black and white zebra stripe which looks just like the bangle stripe on their new uniform yeah and and, that, and that's uh trust you, that's no shade to 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 him or anybody trust you i'm holding some cards i got a little greedy with uh on my end you know, I, I could have sold part of part of why I didn't sold the Jameis. I got a pretty good offer on it. Um, the one the one that I had is I kind of wanted to, you know, ride the I did just take a little bit of a gamble and ride the high of the season and get the price that I want. Now I know for sure I'm not gonna get it. Uh, unless the Saints just start winning like crazy, which I'm not sure if they are. You uh you ready to rock and roll? I got um, uh, my keep them data pulled up. I mean, it's I'm pumped. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, let's rock and roll. Let's freaking go, huh? 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, take it away, sir.